46 million B2B decision makers, 17 million opinion leaders, 6 million IT decision makers, 40 million mass affluent, 10 million C-level execs. These are people on LinkedIn. There are nearly 800 million users on this professional network in more than 200 countries, home to over 57 million companies. It is the professional network. Love it or hate it, it is there. And I'm going to give you some insights and tips on getting more out of it based on something that just happened to me today, which was also a somewhat, I guess, humbling reminder of what it does when you actually market yourself effectively and why you should do this if you have value to offer people, if you are solving problems. B2B blogs and websites get 90% of their social traffic from Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. LinkedIn drives half of that traffic. Don't ignore it. The thing about LinkedIn is you might worry that you could come off narcissistic or navel-gazing, like on all social platforms, which we all are battling with, right? You might feel like it's spammy. Here's a tip. Go into your LinkedIn privacy settings and only allow people to connect with you requesting to connect on LinkedIn if they have your email address. Then you're going to have 90% less spam in your request inbox. I did this years ago. It has saved me a lot of time because even the seconds you spend reading a request from somebody that is salesy, spammy, gross, like don't even know this person. Obviously, they're just dialing for dollars. That wastes your time. That wastes your decision-making. You get decision fatigue, right? You only have so much in you every day. Don't waste it on weird spam requests. So go to emilybinder.com slash blog. I have a post about LinkedIn privacy settings. It'll change your life. But on to the point here. I've been trying to ramp up my speaking engagements post-COVID and haven't devoted enough time to it. I've been building Wealth Voice, doing Beetle Moment. And today it's like, you know, why don't I just remind people that I'm open to speaking gigs? Because I'll get requests now and then from people, but they're coming to me cold, thinking of me, which nobody is thinking of you. This is rare. You have to put yourself in front of them and you don't have to feel bad about it because guess what? As Seth Godin says, marketing is good. Good might not be the most specific word, but the way he uses it is in the sense of benevolence, essentially. It is good. If you're selling a product or service that is helpful, that solves a problem, marketing it is good and helpful. You're doing a good thing. It's like the Santa Claus principle from nonviolent communication, right? When we express our needs clearly as a request, not a demand to others, it is a gift, like a gift from Santa, because people actually want to fulfill your needs, but not when they feel beholden. What I did today on LinkedIn was I shared a photo from one of my past speaking engagements and I said, if you're looking for a speaker for your virtual or in-person event on the future of marketing, here's my track record. I named a few of the audiences I've spoken to, Verizon, TD Ameritrade, American Marketing Association, Project Voice, et cetera. There are a bunch. And then I put a link to my emilybinder.com slash speaking. It has my reel, it has testimonials, it has topics, keynotes, photos, tweets from people in the audience, everything. And this post did better than anything I've posted all year. And I was pleasantly surprised. I was grateful. I had people like commenting, oh, I remember when you spoke at this conference. It was so great. Everyone's just, I feel like people are very supportive. And you don't have to worry that you're coming off too self-promotional, especially if you only do it once in a while. And especially if you're selling something that helps other people. Selling, maybe that's not the word. But you have to think about it like marketing is good. Don't be afraid to do it, but don't do it in a way where you're running down the street naked screaming, okay? It's not me, me, me. It's what's in it for others. How am I helping you? 
You is the most powerful word in any post you're ever going to create other than free and new. You, free, new. These are the words that the most effective ads in the world almost always contain. If you believe in what you sell, if you're marketing a solution that helps people, that's something to feel good about. Don't worry if you come off salesy. You will avoid coming off salesy by focusing on the value that you have to offer and how it solves someone's problem. People will respond positively or they will respond neutrally, but you're not going to have an issue. Maybe somebody who's jealous won't like it. They'll thumb you down. It doesn't matter. That's not important. It's just noise. I can't believe I was forgetting to do this in regards to speaking because speaking is one of my favorite things. Public speaking, I can connect with people directly and intimately. You guys know I love voice. I love being verbal. And it's real. And it it just connects with people in a way that digital forms of communication don't, whether it's virtual or in person. The, the engaging part about it is the vulnerability. That's what it is to be on stage. Comedians talk about this all the time. They're like, we must be absolute masochists because we're putting ourselves on stage in front of hundreds or thousands of people saying, look at me, do you like me? And there's this, actually Whitney Cummings talks about this, there's this evolutionary thing where they think like comedians have, they're missing a gene because tribally, when we lived in these small groups, the only time that you would be on stage in front of that many people, say 30, is when you were being tried to either be banished from the tribe or let back in when you've committed a crime. And so literally, that's why it feels like a life or death, fight or flight, terrifying situation. It's the number one fear. It's public speaking. There's an evolutionary reason why we fear it. Marketing yourself is a little bit like that, but you're doing it on a smaller scale. You're not in front of a tribe by the fire. Look, the point of all this is if you have something good to sell, don't feel bad about selling it. Present social proof always. If you don't have social proof yet, you have not yet crossed the chasm from the left. We're talking about crossing the chasm. It's a great book. You have to get that proof. And the way to get it in the early days is usually to offer your services for free until you do build a track record and then you can charge more money. And that's what makes the world go around. If you're enjoying the show, let's leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can go to emilybinder.com slash podcast. Subscribe free, rate, and review. Your reviews help others find the show. I appreciate you listening, and I will talk with you next time.